know who we have on the line? Another common sense guy with us today is former Governor um, Andrew Cuomo. And uh, Andrew, uh, Governor, uh, you have a lot to say. I understand your podcast is doing great. I understand you have another podcast coming out tomorrow uh, with uh, Commissioner Kelly. And I've had Commissioner Kelly on this show uh, many a times. And he is mad as hell as what's going on in our city and our state. I'm as mad yeah. as hell, <laughs> well, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Uh, is that Commissioner <laughs> Kelly on the other line? That's all of New York. That's all of New York. You're right. <laughs> That is all of New York. How are you doing, John? Good I am doing good. And right there we have uh, two common sense Democrats uh, in the studio. And um, so you're at an advantage. Everybody loves you. Well, uh, first, hello, John. Lydia, how are you? Judge, how are you? And Laura Curran. Hello. Uh, who is a great county executive. Oh, she thank really you. Great. Thank you. That's very kind. Her it's good to hear your voice. Is, her own <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Supporting Todd Kaminsky. No, John, Laura was collateral damage yep. yes. to the yes. Albany Democrats. That's what that was. And was we, were, we were just damage. talking. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to that Senate makeup uh, after this election. Well, the, the Democrats... Uh, you know, it's everyone says the same thing about this election. That's what's fascinating. Uh, if people vote on the social issues, abortion, et cetera, the Democrats win. Uh, if they vote on crime in the economy, uh, the Republicans win. Uh, the, the answer is you have to talk to both. Mm-hmm. You know, New Yorkers are worried about social issues. Uh, God bless them. But they're also worried about crime and the economy. I went out on the street yesterday Hmm. and I just interviewed New Yorkers. I had a conversation with Ray Kelly. I spoke to a person named Frank Luntz, and this is on the podcast that's going to air tomorrow. And and tell Uh, us where the podcast is so everybody knows. It's uh, on Apple Podcasts. It's called As a Matter of Fact, As a Matter of Fact with Andrew Cuomo. Uh, but I spoke to Commissioner Kelly, spoke to Frank Lawrence. I've been speaking to pollsters. But what I did yesterday was I just went out on the street and I just talked to New Yorkers uh, because you want to take a poll. Uh, you know, New Yorkers, God bless them. They tell you exactly what they think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was overwhelming that the issue is crime. They're worried about the condition of the city. Uh, commuters who come in from Nassau, from Jersey, et cetera are worried about the condition of the city. And I tell you, it had to be 90%. And I don't Mm. know why the Democrats, and this is nationwide, I don't know why they can't be more aggressive addressing the issue of crime. You can be a progressive, but you still understand that job one is public safety. And the truth is, some people have to be put in jail to keep society safe. I know it sounds harsh Mm -hmm. and Democrats don't like to say it, but it's the truth. And until we start addressing crime aggressively and bluntly, uh, we're going to see this issue. Uh, Governor, where did Albany lose that? Uh, Somewhere they lost their way. Albany lost it because they are a goldfish bowl Mm -hmm. and they are afraid of the far left. Uh, The advocacy community and the extreme left, the democratic socialists, uh, and that's who they listen to all day long. And they're just out of touch. Uh, The Todd Kaminsky race, the Laura Curran race you're talking about, 
they were just totally out of touch with New Yorkers and Long Island. But the governor, the current governor, uh, is saying, what is she saying? Right. Governor Hochul said over the weekend uh, with Reverend Al Sharpton, she said that this whole perception of crime is a GOP conspiracy. She actually doubled down. She said crime is down 15 percent and you, you're you safer in Democratic cities. But nobody knows. It's, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. Governor Cuomo, what is your reaction when you heard that she also said during the debate with Lee Zeldin that why are you so obsessed with crime? Yeah, look, I think Democrats, Democrats uh, get tongue tied when it comes to crime. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's uh, a fear from the uh, crime bill in 1994 that went too far. I don't know if it's post George Floyd. Uh, I think it's mostly the far left who, if you listen to them, nobody should go to jail ever. You know, uh, and that's a nice theory. It's just not reality. So, so I think Democrats, it's not just in New York, though. It is all across the country. They are pulled by the far left and they are afraid to say dangerous criminals have to be in jail. They're afraid to say it. That's right. And I'm concerned some some good Democrats. You know, we've got Laura Gillen running in my district for Congress. And, I, you know, my concern is that the national narrative is taking over even for those races. You know, she had nothing to do with with any of this stuff. She never was had that kind of responsibility. She had a different she was, you know, town of Hempstead supervisor, uh, very common sense Democrat. So I'm wondering if like now that both you and I are out of office, Andrew, uh, there's a little bit of muscle memory around campaign time. I can't help but get excited. I'm watching everything. I'm sort of it's easier and it's easier for me to say from the cheap seats what people are should be doing. Uh, but it came to my attention, this Trafalgar poll had you actually performing really well if you were running right now. Have, have you had a chance to see that? I saw it. And it's gratifying, Laura. But to me, it's a symptom, right? Uh, there is. The disconnect between what people think, what New Yorkers think, and what the politicians in Albany do, frankly, what the press reports is night and day. Uh, That poll, New Yorkers were very positive on my performance as governor. uh, And that poll said that uh, I would be far ahead of uh, Zeldin. Mm -hmm. uh, Ten points. Ten points. Yeah. So I think, look, New Yorkers are always ahead of the politicians, right? Uh, and I think you're right. Your your race, though, should have been an early warning sign. Exactly. That's Canary in the coal first. mine. And I wish, yes. and I feel like I've been screaming from the rooftops, don't underestimate this issue of crime. It is real and it is out there. And I was good on the issue, you know, safest community in America three years in a row. I was very clear about about, you know, law enforcement and and making sure that we keep our community safe. So I I wasn't even shy about it. And it still got me. Governor, uh... because they paint with a broad brush. Uh, Kaminsky was running for district attorney. He is a pure uh, creature of Albany. He drank the Albany Kool-Aid. And then they paint with a broad brush, and I'm afraid they do it now also. I just, uh, your race was a canary in the coal mine. Look, the Democratic chairman lost his own backyard, right? Uh, Listen to the people. And why, why can't the Democrats say what they've always said? 
right? What David Dinkins said, what Mario Cuomo said, uh, that safety is job one. Don't be ashamed of it. That's the, that's the first function of government. And if the far left wants to say, oh, you're talking about putting people in jail. No, in this state, we have the most progressive criminal justice reforms. I closed more prisons than any governor in history. Uh, raised the age of criminal liability. We have more programs in prison. We ended the abuses in prison with extreme solitary confinement. Nobody's been more progressive on criminal justice. But you still have to keep people safe, and that means dangerous people have to be put in jail. Say it. And because everybody knows it, you're not kidding anyone. Judge Weinberg, you when you were a criminal court judge, you would tell me that people would actually ask to stay in jail longer to get the help they needed. Why a lot of times, a yeah. lot of times after sometimes the jail is the, was made, sometimes jail be is the best thing for people. We're seeing a, people shooting up all on the streets. How is this humane? People asked for more time so they could have uh, dental work done, more time so they could get into a drug program. But uh, Governor, I want to share this with you. There's a police athletic league lunch today, and former Commissioner Bratton spoke, and one of the things he, he said. Excellent, by the way. And he was very good. He's and what, and what, uh, what uh, Bill Bratton said, and I want to get your comment on it, he said as follows. He said he compared when he first came to New York from Boston to compare today. He said, well, forget about the statistics. What you have today that you didn't have back then is the fear factor of the average person walking the streets throughout the state of New York. They're more afraid today than they were back then. And that has not been uh, recognized and dealt with. What do you say about that, Governor? Now, Judge Bratton is exactly right. Uh, that's what I hear from New Yorkers on my podcast tomorrow. You, you'll hear the interviews. That's what all New Yorkers said. I mean, male, female, uh, different ages, every demographic. They all said they're afraid. They are afraid. That is their word. They're afraid. Uh, and, and the election's coming, and the Democrats are not hearing it. And if they are hearing it, they're not responding to it. And when somebody says, I feel fear, I feel afraid, the answer isn't to say you're wrong to mm-hmm. feel that way. You know, that doesn't work in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Your spouse says, I'm angry at you. Well, you have no right to be angry. Those conversations never end well. If people feel afraid, address the fear. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work to say uh, there's no reason to be afraid. Uh, deny uh, everything you see in the newspapers. And they, we're not doing anything different because we don't see any problem. You can't say that. Governor Cuomo, right before you came on, I was talking to Laura Kern about you and she was telling me about the poll results. And I think part of it is because the reason why people would prefer you, say, over Zeldin, prefer you by, what, 20 points over Hochul is because they know you, you're you not somebody that can be pushed around, even by the progressive left. And it really does appear that Hochul, she's been kidnapped, hijacked. Like, I don't know who this person is. That So my question to you is, why are some Democrats like you and, and Laura Curran willing to stand up and have the courage and say, yo, you people are crazy. There is crime on the streets and this is bad and we need 
to do something about it. Whereas some other Democrats, they're just going along with with this. Like, well, I think there's also a concern to get out the base. And there's a, there's a feeling out there that if you aren't if you are not hard on crime, that will inspire the base to come out. We'll see if that's true in this election. But I think there's a, there's, an, you know, a lot of these progressives, they they have uh, we they, like to call them regressives. <laughs> they have very strong get out the vote operations. They are, you know, they work hard. They knock doors. They're they're out there. Uh, and maybe but, there's but a fear why, of pissing them they, off listen, that you won't get those people to vote for you. Listen, I was a common sense Democrat, too, you know, until my my daughter married a Republican. Uh, <laughs> long story. Uh, yeah, but John, uh, yes. John, let's let's be honest. And and Laura touched on it. The Democrats are afraid of the far left because the far left threatens them in primaries. Mm. That's what they did to me uh, every year. They threaten you in a primary. And the far left is uh, potent in a Democratic primary because you have a lower turnout. You have the activists who tend to uh, uh, vote at a higher percentage. So they threaten the moderate Democrats. The moderate Democrats are intimidated. Second factor, you have like a group think in Albany. Uh, you're supposed to be one of the club. And that's, I was never one of the club. By the way, my father was never one of the club. Mm. Uh, I never wanted to be one Your of the Your father club. was one tough guy. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I told them, I would tell them the truth. And I would push them and I would take them on politically. Uh, I took on the Todd Kaminsky's of the world publicly. Mm -hmm. And they then come back to get you, which is what they did to me, by the way. I had the far left angry. The political establishment in Albany found me disruptive to their politics because I believed in the truth. You know, well, they had their own Albany myth. And in politics, enemies accumulate, you know, so I paid that price. Uh, don't kid yourself. And it's a lot easier, Lydia, to just go along and get along. Just go along, do what the donors want, collect the money, go to the fundraiser, smile, let the, legislat let the legislature do whatever they want. Don't fight with the legislature. Just give them what they want. That is apparently the easier course, and it is easier short term. Long term, it's a death sentence yep. because then you're an ineffective executive. And I chose the path that I want my legacy to be. I actually got things done. I have a record of accomplishment. And I told the political establishment to go to heck uh, and no swearing. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. See, he said heck. He it's a, say it's a blood, letter word. It's a blood sport, you know. It just is. Yeah, but then they'll come Governor after Cuomo, you. Yeah. We, uh, we have uh, uh, some people on from Michigan that I have to take, but I want to thank you for for uh, calling in today, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you. His podcast, again, as a matter of fact, and you can find it on Apple, as a matter of fact, with and Andrew tomorrow, Cuomo. tomorrow, he'll be breaking his new podcast with Ray Kelly and Andrew Cuomo. Thank you so much. John, Lydia, Judge, Laura, always a pleasure to be with you. So nice to Thank talk you. to you. Bye-bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.